and welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. How's everyone doing today? straight up hard to do <laughs> yeah and you would think you do something every week for nine years right and you got it yeah totally and you don't longest running podcast ever <laughs> what are you supposed the longest running podcast is i'm not sure we should be somebody else was out. doing it before we were absolutely so many people right ipod radio shows yeah anyway welcome back to City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Thank you. And Thank you, you are, uh, your mom is here. Yes, My she mom is. is here. And uh, it's nice to have you both in the house because I've been dead silent for two days. Yes. And this is my first time talking to anyone in two days. Okay. I was going to go to open mic or, or see if I can grab a spot on Sunday or Monday. Did uh-huh. I have a spot? On, I might have had a spot on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, lots of spots on Saturday, going back and forth between Culver City and Glendale, which was uh, a goddamn nightmare because of all the brand new football fans in the city. And now that's over. Yeah. And that is great. And then I just relaxed for two days. Incredible. And I haven't really said any words, so these are my first words to people in two days. Hi. Just kind of getting used to talking in. Hello. (laughs) My glasses are dirty. Well. So, yeah, my mom got in on Saturday, Uh and I went and picked her up from the airport, and we decided that we were going to go visit my other sister in Arizona. Yes. Not realizing that Valentine's Day or any of that stuff was even a thing. And we don't typically celebrate. We don't we don't ever like do anything extra for one another. We just try to do that all year long. Yes. It's every day is Valentine's Day in our goddamn house. Right? Because we're fucking awesome. Yes. (gasps) I'm (laughs) fucking awesome. What are you supposed to do? (laughs) My feelings are hurt. No, I hate you. I've been freaking people out by going like this. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) It's a real good time. People expecting one thing and you get the the other. And there's a life lesson in there. And it's because you never know what life is going to throw you. No. Right? That's got to be the most awkward thing ever. It's a good, I'm telling you, I'm keeping people on their toes. Yeah. And it keeps you ready for whatever life has to offer offer you. Yeah. I get it. Also, the longest uh, running podcast. Yeah. It's 12 years and over 2,700 episodes. Uh Uh-huh. The Jack and Stench Show. Jack and Stench, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. Who could forget? Yeah. Certainly not Mrs. Stench. Zach and Stench. Yeah. What? What are you Did a light go out? I don't know. Something weird. 
I feel like something weird just happened. Anyway. Are you feeling spirits? Maybe. No, we're good, homie. Okay, good. Um, maybe it's one of the holes in your eyes acting up. Maybe. It could be. So he has holes in her eyes. You never know. Anyway, welcome back to the show. And so did you what? We don't we don't celebrate. <laughs> Dude, stench right? would never interrupt no. Zach like well, that. <laughs> we don't celebrate. And Mike decided that he was going to do a very funny skit mm. on the tactics. Tactics? TikToks. Tick. Yes. Tic tacs. Most 39-year-old way to describe what that is. <laughs> and I showed my mom and she felt immediately guilty. Why? Because oh, no, 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 no. You have to keep in mind that I'm sure that I did do some productive things, uh-huh. but I also just kind of chilled the hell out for two days. Yeah. And a lot of that was not really doing anything that meant anything. Right. I was just trying to entertain myself. Which, great. Yes. Great. And part of that was making a video about how you abandoned uh, me on our special day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're driving you know? home today from Arizona. And what is wrong with you right now? I looked into all of the lights, lights. at once. And uh-huh. now I feel all different. All of the lights. Um, and Man, Kanye is kind of going through it, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And my mom was like, we have to stop and, and get him a peace offering. I was like, what? She's like, we got to go get him a box of chocolates. I was like, absolutely not. It's very funny to hear the way that the different participating parties felt about that situation. Okay. Because I, uh, you guys went to um, Arizona uh-huh. and then I ate all the chocolate that I bought for you. <laughs> And so I felt like at that point, even Steven, and yeah. then your mom was like, we need to give him cookies and brownies. We need to do something for him. And now I got to eat all the chocolates yes. and now I have cookies and brownies. Yeah. You know, my mom, all she wants to do is like cook for us and whatever. And I'm just so not letting her and I'm yes. just going to force her to relax. Yeah. Because I mean, the beginning of the trip obviously is always the craziest, right? You get in, you're traveling all day. And I needed to feed her and I didn't have food in the house. Like nothing that I could like just make it or whip something up, you know, quick. We had some chocolates. That's not At dinner. At one point. That's not dinner. Hmm. Depends on what time you eat them. <laughs> you eat chocolates around five o'clock, boom, dinner, dinner chocolates. So it's supposed to be after dinner chocolates. Supposed to be. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I ended up like taking her out to dinner, even though she was like, let's just get burgers. And like, I was like, let's go to In-N-Out. It, the line was like three miles long. And I was like, absolutely not. We're going to this spot. And we just sat down and I'm glad we did. It was nice. You suggested In-N-Out? Yes, I did. Traitor. What do you mean traitor? It's just a traitor thing to do. Everybody needs to eat In-N-Out that comes here. No. Okay. <clears throat> so you know. So we ended up going and then we decided that we were going to go visit my sister and we did yes and i we got up early early on sunday morning uh-huh and we left the house by 5:30 but <laughs> as we were trying to leave so i went i got all of the stuff together and i put what do you think that is i don't know phones move phones hopefully not it started once you opened up your I know. Now everything is closed. Laptop. Sorry. Go ahead, dog. Is it gone? 
it's gone. Um, so I go and I put, you know, stuff in the car so that we weren't carrying everything down all at once, like a couple of stumbling fools. Sure. And so I go, I put stuff in the car and then I pulled the car up like to like the garage door entrance that we get into the garage so that we could just hop in the car and go. So not even five minutes, come back up, grab other stuff, pick up coffee, grab my mom. And I'm like, let's roll woman. Sure. So like you were doing a heist. Yeah. So we get back down and our neighbor's car is parked right next to mine. And she's like frantic. Now, mind you, it is 535 a.m. Our neighbor's frantic in the morning. Sunday morning. What happened? So her husband's out there in his pajamas. She's like full on dressed for work. She's a nurse. Yeah. And she's like, the door, the door won't open. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, all right, let me just put my stuff down. I'll come over and help you. Uh She's like, the door, I have to go to work, you know, like whatever. And I'm like, all right, all right, give me a second, you know, like. You're going to get to work, I promise you. Yes. I was like, because I have... Listen, don't panic. Yeah. We're trapped in here. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I have to leave too. I was like, we'll figure it out. Yes. She, her husband's like jamming on the door, just like fucking trying to pull it open. Yeah. Because the the chain to that like opens and closes the gate. Yes. Like is broken. Right. It's completely... It looks like it's been cut. So mm. I'm just like, all right, hang on. There's got to be a way that we can get out of here like we can live can't. in a less dicey neighborhood i mean we don't really live in a dicey neighborhood i've eh, been robbed here more times than we have we never have. been robbed mm. the building oh yeah Selfish. that's right that's right <laughs> your car got you've robbed. never been robbed. that's right because i'm awesome <laughs> and i'll um, find you coming back around full circle <laughs> i'm awesome uh-huh. uh so um so he's like ripping on it and they're like picking up the chain and I'm like, hang on guys. Like, let me just put my fucking coffee down. And like, I'm trying to like stumble. My mom's trying to help me. She's in the car and I walk over and I'm trying to assess the situation. He's still like jamming on it. And every time he pulls it, it gets caught on something Mm -hmm. and it like makes this awful sound. So he keeps like pulling, pulling, pulling. And then I'm like, hang on a second. He's like, no, get back. He's like, I don't want to hit you with the door. And I was like, hold on one second. He took it off and he's swinging it like the whole yeah, it's too early for this bullshit. Let yeah. me assess the situation and try and help too you. Too early to panic at all times. I know. Can't panic in the morning. Panic in Skywalker. Yeah, morning panics. Um, so I'm like looking at like the box, right, that the chain goes through in order to, that has the motor to open, close the door. And I'm like looking, 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 and he's like still jamming on it. And I like look kind of like over the box to see like where exactly it was getting caught. And then I see a little pedal and he's like back forth, back forth. And so I finally just push the pedal and he goes flying because the door just opened right up. She goes like, oh my God, thank you so much. And he's like, thank you. And I was like, well, good morning, guys. Uh, the rest of the day is going to be great. Dude, there's a lot of good life lessons in there. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather, mm-hmm. the Greek one, mm-hmm. not the Italian one. Mm-hmm. Very important distinction. Okay. Was always like, don't force anything. Mm -hmm. Because if you're forcing something, something's going to break and something's not right. Right. There's never a need to force something with all of your might. Right. Not a relationship. I'm not 
I'm <clears throat> watching thousands of stand-up shows uh-huh. for the past nine years uh-huh. in Los Angeles. Yes. You gotta believe that I'm dead sick of guys are like this, girls are like this. Mm-hmm. I've heard all of it. Yeah. Men are so stupid. My wife. Women I can't drive. My wife, your wife. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. It's all nothing over and over yeah. again. It's hack horse wash mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. But I will say that it's a very dude thing to try to rip something open over and over and over again, regardless of if there's any progress being made in the thing. I was like And it's a very it's just a nice level-headed thing to look around and see if there's anything blocking something. Yeah. You like know. that that was it. Like there's never going to be a, like and when he was like hold on step back and I'm like first of all <laughs> first you step back PJs. <laughs> first of all. Why don't you step back Captain maybe PJs? Dan. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps Dan. Yeah, man. And I was like, can you please stop for one second? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because what you've been doing, the loud noises that you've been making haven't been working out so much. So he kept doing it. So I just kept assessing the situation because the same thing kept like happening over and over again. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. But yeah, it was very funny. And I literally turned around and my mom was just like smiling in the car and I'm like... You don't want to be with a panic and Skywalker <clears throat> in a an emergency situation. In any kind of such stressful, anything that has a little bit of stressful Mm-mm. situation, no thank you. No. No thank you. No. I was trying to think of trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. When would you like to be with a panicky person? And there's no t- ball pit and Chuck E. Cheese? Maybe. Wackadoo. Sure. Having fun in the ball pit. Until that panicky Skywalker gives you a... Pink eye in the ball pit. Right. Yeah. Or like hits you with a ball in the ball pit in the yeah. eye. I don't you like know? it. I don't like it and I'll continue not to like it, Mm-mm. but I'm, I'm glad that you're out of the... Yeah. I'm glad that you're out of the garage. Same. You skipped town for the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day mm-hmm. and you were with family and I'm guessing you weren't on the internet for a lot of it. Oh, no. I was not anywhere, really. I talked to you twice while I was away. That's great. What a what a blessing. Not that part, but to be away from the internet. Yeah. So jealous. Yeah. Um, I was on the internet because I had no one to speak to because I was abandoned. <laughs> not unlike Chester Koppelpot, who is the I'm guy who let- later became the penguin when his parents... Just put him in a carriage and send him into the sewer uh-huh. down the river. Uh-huh. Is that what happened to the penguin? Something at the beginning of Batman yeah. Returns. Anyway, I'm Chester Copper Copperpot, David Copperpot, famous magician David Copperpot. Anyway, I was on the internet and I was checking Twitter, and I took a I took two days off. Aside from that thing that I made that was fun to make, I took two days off from the internet because. I started to notice something early Sunday morning. Tell me. Super Bowl day. Uh-huh. Is that the internet, Twitter, whatever, makes one of two jokes. Uh-huh. I love football, hate football. Uh-huh. And that's it. Yeah. And there's a thousand variations on one of two stances that you are taking. Yes. I need to tell the world how much I love football. Fine. Uh-huh. 
Great. I need to tell the world how much I hate football. Great. Fine, but nothing. Okay. And then the next day was Valentine's Day. Uh Uh-huh. So what I see there is whole world is expressing love and admiration for their partner. Uh-huh. Love, love. Yeah. Or fuck this, I'm single and everybody deserves to be upset. Hate love. Yes. And so I felt like it was two to three days of the same two jokes yeah. happening. Yeah. And I needed to out. He I needed, needed out, to guys. Be out. I need some nuance. Yes. Internet, there's no nuance on the internet. Yeah. Everything is like this or everything is like this. And it's important that uh, I'm just speaking from my own personal whatever. Yeah. That I don't, I, I don't want to think that everybody thinks either this or this. Mm-hmm. I need to know that people acknowledge nuance yeah. and gray area and yeah. stuff. Or else I think everybody is too boring. Yeah. And then I get sad. Yeah. Well, it was funny because, you know, my sister was like, so are you going to post something cute about Mike? Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, I'm not lame. So you could participate in one of the two jokes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, thank you. Which, and like, which we, joke do you want to do? <laughs> you know, like, I don't really, I don't post that often. You know what I mean? Like, I, I scroll, sure, like certain things, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But like, that's about it. Yeah. You know, like I don't do too, too, too much. I saw some very cute people post things about their significant mm-hmm. other. Not it's that cute. it's not cute. I don't think that it's, I'm not like ill, whatever. No, no, no. So I'm not lame. hating on yeah. anyone. I'm saying I've seen, I saw funny mm-hmm. tweets mm-hmm. about hating both of those things. Yeah. And I saw, I saw a very, um, I saw you got to see people be excited about football and that's fine. (laughs) And then you got to see people celebrate their partners in a little thing that kind of looks like an obituary if you look really (laughs) fast, but, um, celebration of their love. And that's Mm -hmm. also very cute. Mm -hmm. Some cuter than others. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a lot of like, this didn't need to be here at all. Right. Because you're participating, but you're not really putting any effort into Mm -hmm. it. And you look around and yeah. you see the two different jokes that are being made mm-hmm. and you sit crisscross applesauce on the floor until it's over. Yeah. Which brings us to today. Happy yeah. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Um, I am filled with chocolate. Yes. I think is the, is my big takeaway. Yeah. You look everything. like your mom right now. Why is you saying my mom's filled with chocolate? No, I just, the way you smile then. Why? Because I'm comfortable. Yeah. No, you're just very cute. <laughs> why? Because I wish I was asleep right now. Is that why I look, <laughs> I look like my mom? Yeah. My mom's the shit, man. Yeah, she is. Our moms are the shit. Our moms are the shit. Um, and I'm not just saying that because now I have cookies and brownies. Uh, I made an observation this morning. Tell me. Changing gears. Okay. Are you familiar with the John Mayer song on a new album, Sob Rock? Not a sponsor. Okay called wild blue Mm-mm. i'm gonna play a little bit for you okay okay just got booked on cameo a little reminder that i'm on cameo okay. and i'll tell you happy birthday even if it's not your birthday you could pay me to say it mm-hmm. and save it for later right when you need when you need a lift up don't swallow that hard into the microphone <laughs> i remember i got so upset with my mom once that she she had texted me for my birthday but my mom always calls me on my birthday yeah but now she's out and she didn't call me and i was like what the hell and she was like you were busy i was like i don't give a shit she's doing other stuff 
She Thanks has a multiple, lot, mom. She has multiple kids. You leave her alone. <laughs> Can't be calling all of your kids all the time. Wild Blue by John Mayer goes like this. Oh, that's nice. Isn't like it, it nice? Yeah. I love all the sounds on this record. Uh-huh. Nostalgic 80s type sounds. I'm feeling it. Soft, yeah. glassy, liquid glass uh-huh. guitar. Uh-huh. Do you... Oh, yeah. He has a beautiful voice. Yeah. And he's been around long enough that he knows how to record. And he's a he's a beautiful, prolific songwriter. Okay. And he, I can listen to that shit all day. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good on you, John Mayer. That's a sad song about breaking up with somebody and finding yourself um, at the end of it. I like it. This is a song called Don't Panic by Coldplay. This came out in like 2001, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I love this song. This is like one of my... Everybody loves this album, even if you hate Coldplay. Little aside. Okay. The song Spies on that record Mm -hmm. is my shit. Yeah. It's like my heart threw up into my mouth. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I made this observation. I've been listening to Wild Blue and I was like, what does that sound like? Why are these other lyrics in my head Mm -hmm. while the song is playing? And it's because it sounds very, the two songs sound very familiar. Okay. And if you play the John Mayer song right before the Coldplay song, it sounds like Coldplay is, is consoling John Mayer. That's pretty good. It sounds like John Mayer saying, I broke up with this person. I uh-huh. ended up finding myself at the end, but it's very sad. Uh-huh. And then Coldplay is like, dude, don't worry about that. The whole world is bad, but we have each other. <laughs> and it's kind of like when you're in an off-Broadway play, but they only have like a couple songs. And then the song from the beginning of the play comes back at the end, reprise. It's pretty good. And, uh, and it's funny. I like it. I thought it was fun. Uh, that's a good ob- observation. I'm going to have to listen to both of those as soon as we're done. That's what I did in the two days that we didn't hang out. I'm, I'm so sorry. That was all of my brain power. Power. Prowess for two days went into, hmm, those songs sound similar. Yeah. And then that's it. Proudest. Thank I'm you. very proud of you. Thank you so much. I'm glad that you were able to like chill and do whatever because you've got a ton of shit coming up. Yes. Good segue into, hey, what do you have coming up? First and foremost, on the 24th of this month, it is this fucking computer. On the 24th of this month, I am uh, in Denver at the Summit Music Hall. Too big of a place for us to be on the 24th, Thursday, February 24th in Denver, Colorado. That's where I'll be. Um, and then the big show happening after that is the next two surrounded shows, which are on the 4th of March, month of your birth. And you will not be celebrating birthday month. You're Excuse only going to do it for one day. me, first of all. That's fun to only do no. it for one day. No, 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 Anyway, so the fourth, I'll be at Surrounded. Zoya probably won't be there because she'll be busy gearing up for her one-day birthday. No. And then on March 15th, I'll be in Philadelphia with Olin Rogers. On the 16th, I'll be in Washington, D.C. with Olin Rogers. On the 18th, I'll be at the Gramercy Theater in New York City with Olin Rogers. 
Then on the 24th, we go to Milwaukee. On the 25th, we go to Chicago. In between, probably going to be picking up some spots in New York City. There's talks of other stuff happening, but I don't want to over... over Overwhelming. Omer Simpson. Overpromise <laughs> and underdeliver. That's fair. So that is that is where I'll be. We have some shows to bank, both this and Dynamic Banter, just mm-hmm. thinking out loud with mm-hmm. all the work that has to be done. Very happy that I relaxed for two days so I have the energy to at least start these things. Great. I um, love that. Bless you. Excuse me. There were... <clears throat> um, when I thought that I was going to do a, a solo episode yesterday, mm-hmm. there were, um, I asked for questions, mm-hmm. uh, having to do with love, love, because, uh, because it was Valentine's day. I yeah. said, I'd, I'd answer any love related questions. Love. So maybe we could do this, okay. wrap up the show like that. Great. How are we doing? We're doing good. Good. That's great. Just Josh says, what's something young Mike Falzone would find crazy about the future? All of it. Internet. <laughs> Internet. Probably all of it. Dude, I was thinking, hold on. Let me finish this. Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre and Snoop at the Super Bowl would have been crazy to me 25 years ago. That's, I don't know why that's not crazy to me. It seems like Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, um, Eminem, Snoop Dogg at the Super Bowl is the most like Super Bowl thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, Janet yeah. and Tim, Justin Timberlake, Jan yeah. Jackson, J- J-Lo. JT. There's a yeah. group of artists. There's like 20 artists mm-hmm. where you would be like, yeah, they would be at the Super Bowl now. Mm-hmm. As soon as somebody gets big enough to like be in a Sprite commercial, mm-hmm. you're like, they could also do Super Bowl things. Also, that halftime show fucking rocked. 50 cents. Upside down 50 cents. I know. He was the the guest uh, appearance, which I kind of had a heads up on that. Why is that? I have a client who works for, uh, who's helping coordinate that stuff, and Mm -hmm. she told me you think you're better than everybody no because you got the inside track no but i did tell jamie upside down at the super bowl i did tell jamie and she was excited i was excited i was praying to god that they were gonna play candy shop listen if you first of all you only got 10 minutes to sing five people's songs true second of all you sing a verse and a chorus of five people's songs Mm -hmm. and then you get out and you make room for the fireworks yeah second of all um how many second of alls third of all don't trust zoe with secrets um, dude, one of the things that I was, I was thinking about as far as things that my mind would be blown mm-hmm. with, I was talking to, I bought the new Xbox, the smaller version of the new Xbox. Okay. Cause I would like to see some mind blowing graphics. Okay. Now you were never a huge video game person, but since I used to play Atari at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And then I remember it was a huge deal in the late 80s when we got a Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. The first. Yes. That was a huge deal. We had it. It was huge. We were begging. And then me and my brother, my brother would kick me with his LA gears. Yes. That would light up. LA lights. I wanted to kill him and he would never share. You bring that up so much that I feel like you should talk to a therapist about it. I might have to. Dude, 
the, that shit hurt, man. As a kid, like you kicking me in my shins. Because of light shoes specifically or because of getting kicked in general? No, they were black LA gears and they would light up. And But he would kick me with his heels. Yeah, smart. Anyway, Zoe, not really about that. It's more about how our little kid minds were blown right. by these video games. Mm-hmm. And then the jump from like, NES to Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. we were like, whoa, graphics on this are crazy. Uh, and then the jump from Genesis to like Super Nintendo and the jump from Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. and everything's 3D now and right. you can run in all directions mm-hmm. and that's crazy. Up, down, and all around. Yeah, up, down are two of the many directions that you right. can go. Um, And then the jump from... And 64 to like PlayStation and Dreamcast. Mm. I remember all of us piling into my friend Rich Miller's house where he and his dad were playing the first 2K football game on Dreamcast. And it was like playing a TV show. Yeah. And there was a UFC game and Mm -hmm. we couldn't believe that like stuff looked like this. And that was when they used to have the brand new systems in like a GameStop. So you can go to the GameStop and you could play... Right. You know? Right. And see if you like it. And you could like try the new game systems. Mm -hmm. And they were mind blowing and there were like lines to like play play all these games. And then, you know, it kept going with uh, Xbox looked even better than Dreamcast and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And then Xbox 360, Xbox One, blah, blah, blah. And so on and so forth. And now we're kind of to a point where it's like we've topped out and things still look awesome and beautiful. But one, we take it for granted especially Mm -hmm. kids now that didn't have to play nintendo right or you know hook wires onto the back of television to play atari pitfall or kaboom yeah (laughs) on atari yeah and i think we're all very spoiled now because everything looks amazing Mm -hmm. but i was buying it hoping to see like a noticeable like I want my mind blown like it was blown when I was like mm-hmm. 10 years old and then again at like 17 or yeah whatever I wanted that very bad. I don't think there's much that really blows my mind either. I mean, I deal with people all day, so I hear all kinds of crazy shit. So not a lot of things I'm not like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Yes. So Okay, I'm sorry. It's pretty good though. That all the I, you know what? Has you know been. what the next thing is going to be? The next like. Uh, well, my mom system. was talking about the next thing. What is it? What do you think the next thing's going to be? It's going to be actual people just playing and you, you telling them where to go. Like Squid you do. Game. See. So what happened? And, and there's mom. the VR thing, yeah. which is, you know, also very interesting. Mm-hmm. That kind of that was the closest thing to blowing my mind when me and Nick Hamilton play mini golf Mm -hmm. in vr Mm -hmm. and you look around and you're just in a different place yeah you're in a cartoon yeah that is pretty mind-blowing yeah it's that in the same way that like used to freak me out when i was a kid Mm -hmm. but she said as far as like console stuff Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is there's just going to be like one console and the the different thing is going to be people make different games yeah but I think that's been kind of a long time coming. And it's very sad because like, you know, back in the day you were a Nintendo person or you were a Sega person or a PlayStation person. And now there's just going to be a box, yeah. game box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you download whatever off the internet. Pull your GameStop 
uh, uh, stocks out. Yeah. Guys. I was literally, I was driving around with Heather and I was like, what if we just went to Target and bought an Xbox right now? And she was like, what? whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I did that. And that's, it was great. That's amazing. But there's going to be, it's sad when there's going to be no more like, you know. Okay. So speaking of which. What? Which console did you get rid of? Oh, none. I just put it, mm-hmm. I put it under something else so you couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? You want me to bring it to Funko Land in Milford, Connecticut? Sure. I'll get rid of them. Sorry. All right. I'm not saying I'm that not you have to get rid of all house. of them. I'm just saying. I'll eat it like I did the chocolates. Well, we don't use the Xbox anymore, really. Do you need that? No, I don't need it. Okay. Somebody want an Xbox? Hit me up. Somebody have an orthodontist office that they want to put an outdated game system in the lobby of? H me up. Yeah. What else we got? Zoe, I feel like I'm boring you right no. now. I was so excited to talk about that stuff. That's exciting. I'm I'm glad that you able. I Don't was, patronize me, Zoya. I'm Barter not patronizing creative. you. I was saying before you interrupted <laughs> me, rude. What? Um, <laughs> dude, I was trying to get you that the new Xbox for so long, no, and then you were I were trying to get me a new PlayStation, which that's is what I meant. disgustingly impossible to find it's, for some reason. I was like, what the fuck? I tried. I entered every like. Every raffle you could think of. Thank you for doing that. I had literally fun. my. It took out all the. It took it, away all the it fun. It really did. And yeah. then like I had my entire family like log into like my Walmart, my all of the things. Like I yeah. made all of these things, and I was like, "You guys, at this time, please." And then I would send like text messages, guys. You have to try. You have to try. And I was. That's very that. sweet. Fast forward to Valentine's Day. I'm eating all your chocolates like an asshole. Um. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Unnecessarily too much effort. Mm-hmm. And uh, it did PlayStation. Re- I mean, I know the pandemic fucked all of it up too, but it really like put a bad taste in my mouth about mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. should be very casual and very nice. You want to play mm-hmm. video games? Fucking go to the sure. store. Yeah. It shouldn't be this like, like when shoes come out and people fight over shoes and then these fucking things, people trample each other in the store over these fucking Shouldn't be like that. It's Mm-mm. worse. Late, late stage capitalism. Barta yeah. Creative says, what's the worst gift uh, you both have gotten each other for Valentine's Day? I feel like over the years, we have answered these questions many times. Do you want to say? No. While your mom's in the house? No. Nope. Okay. O'Neal <laughs> Henry says, sounds like gym class. O'Neal Henry. Sounds like a wrestler. Says... Uh, I have not been in a long-term relationship in a while, but what do you do for birthdays when you've been together for five plus years? I always go hard for loved ones' birthdays, but being in a relationship for so long, you can run out of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can. Every time that you've known someone for a long, long time, like my dad, I don't know what to buy him. I don't know what to buy my mom for... Uh, anything mm-hmm. for any time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what they like, but yeah. I know also know that they don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, here's what you do. Here's the shortest possible answer to this. Have your notes application on your hip 
at all times. Yeah. And throughout the year, whenever they talk about wanting anything, seeing something that's nice, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Your partners will drop these hints mm-hmm. and you just got to remember them because what you're doing probably is like three weeks before their birthday being like, I don't know when he get, and he doesn't want anything. And when you get the person that has everything and we already have stuff, yeah. but then you go to your notes and be like, Oh, remember in fucking February when you said that that looked nice on TV or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. then you got that. Yeah. That and, um, you know, like if there's, if you can't figure out what's going on, babe, I'm just, we were talking about OCD all day today uh-huh. and now I'm like, that's a little too dark and that's a little too dark. Do you need me to this is the, switch something? No, you're good. Are you sure? I might I get up and I switch it. it. Right here? Mm, just this bit? No. Okay. Put it back to where it was. One, Great. Two. Don't do it. I'll fix it. No. Okay. no. All right. You um, gotta put it. No, I, I gotta get up. Talk I'll about what you're gonna talk about. Um, <laughs> things. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, I think that experiences, like whether it's, you know, hey, listen, even though, even if you're not like dating this person, right? Family members, whatever, let's go on a date. Go out to a nice dinner. Family members, let's go on a date? Yeah, man. I go on dates with my sisters all the time, you know? so weird, dude. I've seen websites like that. No, come on, dude. That's, you know what I mean. That's, why, why? Why do you go there? People would Okay, uh, that's. <laughs> I think that you know doing stuff like that, and if somebody don't do it, <laughs> um, it literally is in there perfect, and I won't be able to fix it again did the way I did. Uh, you were gonna take this out, no? No, you gotta watch the video. Oh, you see. were, you put your finger in the middle of my bun, didn't you? No. Okay. Um. I, I, we ended up like, you know, for your parents, right? Like things that we didn't know what to do for the holidays or birthdays or whatever. We bought them flights. Yeah. We bought them like, you know, go on a vacation. Like, Hey, listen, I got a hotel for us. It, can you get your, the, tell me when you can get yourself there. I got a hotel. Let's go away for a weekend. Yeah. You know, experiences are nice. Yeah. Um, doing stuff with people, spending time with people. Mm-hmm. It, that's, you know, Fucking people have stuff. Yeah. You have stuff. Yeah. I also feel like in the 90s, there were like cool gadgets. Yeah. And there yeah. were things that made your life easier that seemed like space age. And now it's like, do you want the new iPad or the old iPad? Old one, always. You know? And um, it's nice to, to make memories with mm-hmm. people instead yeah. of buying them a thing. Yeah. Hannah Bittner. Mm-hmm. says, what do you do when you find out your spouse is hopelessly bad with money oh, after yeah. you got married? How long were you together where you have no idea how the other person is with money until you get married, yeah. until you join your bank accounts? Well, I told you that we weren't <laughs> getting married until all my debt was gone. And it wasn't even a lot. Did you say that? Yeah, we said that. Remember? Did we say that? Yes, that's what I, I that's what I said. I said I don't want to have a wedding until all my debt was paid off. Again, I didn't have a lot of debt. I had we like five grand. <laughs> we also did not have a wedding because I didn't also didn't want to be in debt that's because how you stay of a in wedding. Debt. Fuck you. Right? 
Um, but like, that's something that you talk about. Like, even if you guys are starting to talk about marriage, yeah. like I was completely transparent with you with all of that stuff. We're, we're always, we always are. Yes. You know, like there's never until somebody goes and buys a new PlayStation. No. Oh, do you want to do, you, would you like to? Would you like, I literally just thought of something that here's a cool thing that happens when you're together for a long time is you think things enter your head Mm -hmm. and you're like, even if I'm right, if I say this, it's going to ruin a day. Let's do this. (laughs) Specifically getting married. I told you that one thing was a deal breaker. Oh my god! We're so not now talking you want to bring up We're that not I talking. bought an no. Xbox. I'm just, I was just kidding about that. No, I know. I know um, that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. We ain't done, dog. I know. Stop trying um, to hit the ejectors. Chair. But no, that's something that's huge. Like, if you're planning on marrying somebody, you need to know what each other's finances are. That to me is weird that you don't know that you would go through all the rigmarole and signing papers and going to the town or the DMV or whatever the hell you got to do when you get married, but you have no idea how each other are with money. Mm, That's weird because you don't want to be, I was, I don't care how much you love that person. You don't want them to tank your shit that you've been working really hard to maintain. Right. Well, never mind that, but it's also, so I was having this conversation. I had two clients cry in my chair last week. Because you had that shocker put in. Mm. Maybe I should remove that. Remove the shocker. Um, but one of them was because of a failed relationship. And she's kind of been going through it. And they were planning on moving in together. And she was like, listen, if we're going to move in together, I need to know what your finances are. True. You know, like I can't. And he was like, no, 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 <laughs> I guess, you know, like he had, he was married already. He was not willing to divulge what his stuff was. Mm. And she was like, I can't be with somebody that's not going to talk. Like, here's all of my shit. Here's, here it is. Yeah. Like, this is what I have. This is what I don't have. This is what I can afford. This is what I can't afford. That's what you do you know? with, with that. That's what dating is. Mm-hmm. Dating for however many years before you get engaged or married is mm-hmm. saying, here's all of, not just financially, saying, here's all of my shit. Right. Here's all the shit that I do to the world. Right. In and the world. you need to fully understand and accept that before yeah we put a ring on it yeah it's kind of it's that's crazy to me that you don't but like we still don't have a joint account you're right and uh, people think that that's weird and i'm like why is it weird people like clients are like do you guys have a joint account i'm like no well why don't you write me a list of your clients that think what we do is weird and i'll spit in their mouths because it's none of their goddamn business no but it's (laughs) like people are always interested in what other couples are doing right like they want to know like what is it that you know, like, how do you handle this situation, right? Yeah. Especially if if it's couples that are starting to, like, move in together, getting married, all of that stuff. Go bankrupt. And I'm like, dude, we just, we let each other know. And they're like, do you feel weird that you don't have a joint account? And I'm like, no, why? Because mm. it doesn't matter, like, for at least for you and I, whatever we have is ours. Whatever you have, it's just, it's shared. We share a life together. Can I borrow 50 bucks? Yes, 100% you can. Thank you. 
You're welcome. That's You're going to have nice. to pay me back. I'm going to buy cigarettes. <laughs> um, Janae says, not sure if the two of you ever had the pleasure of being on dating apps, but if you were to ever use one, how would you navigate filtering out the people who aren't worth your time? What would you put in your Tinder bio? Ain't got no time for bullshit. No, that's everybody. Boy, bye. That's everybody's Tinder bio. If you're not serious, I don't know. I'm not. I'm about not trying the to make drama. fun of anybody. Asterix, asterix. Yeah. That's very funny. I don't know. I don't know. I we I totally missed that. I were you ever on a dating app? Mm. Yeah. Right. Plenty of fish. That wasn't for dating. <laughs> <laughs> Still technically a dating app. Yeah. How. You a how it is. You can call it whatever yeah. you want, but that wasn't used to <laughs> be a winner. <laughs> Mike was looking at getting ends. Well, your mother-in-law is here. One girl told me I look like a Viking and that's, that's all that had to happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would tell you the rest of the story, but I don't feel comfortable. Mm. Um, there's nothing, I'm trying to think of what <laughs> goes into a good relationship. And I don't think, I know that there are people who, who stay together for a long time and get in long, meaningful relationships and get married after meeting on the whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, the, the most functional answer is just put whatever's the most honest Whatever's the most honest you thing, because all you're doing by the time you actually meet each other is beating back whatever your perception of that person is. Right. And you're getting to like, who are, who's the real person behind the little limerick they put on their shit mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, whatever you can do to, to build up the least amount of horse shit. Yeah. I mean, something funny. It would definitely have to be something funny. Like, mm on there so that at least you get dating somebody that has a sense of humor was my biggest thing. Like I can't be. So if I was to put, I have a sense of humor. I'd be like bullshit. And then it would start there. That's actually pretty good. It's just your picture. And then it says five, nine. And I have a sense of humor. I would have to, wouldn't I? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. How about You're not five, nine though. I'm not 5'9"? What am I? 5'10"? Yeah. A good day? With your lifts in. With my stilettes. <laughs> I never thought about my height, ever. Uh-uh. And then you... You know what's interesting? Huh. When we were elsewhere, mm-hmm. I feel like girls are a lot pickier about guys' heights here in this city. Mm-hmm. And I know it's an internet thing, and y'all chatty Cathy's and you're like, men have to be blah, blah, blah. And you don't even, why are you lying about your height on your dating app? But also just know that you're, if you're the type of person that says, don't even answer this. If you're under this height, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Just know that you're cutting several types of people out of your possible future yeah by doing that and you're also letting in (laughs) by having your height be one of your barriers of entry you're not a roller coaster you're a person yeah so you're like 
hey, if you're above 6'2", you just happen to be a piece of shit, I'm sure I'll find out at some point. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of what you're doing by adding a physical. And imagine if guys Especially were like... if you're 5'5 five, five and shorter. Dude, imagine if guys were like, yo, if your waist size is above or below this, don't even... <laughs> just keep scrolling. Yeah. And, uh, and that's a funny double standard. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, don't be on a dating app. Get a friend to introduce you to another friend. Um, what are, and here's another one. Slide whistle. <clears throat> There's that little piece, little picture of, he looks like uh, Conor it- McGregor in his, oh. in his thing. Um, what are some consistent and discreet acts of kindness and love that you do for Zoya that um, she or that she does for you that make you feel deeply loved. When lady is feeling extra stress, I love doing extra cleaning, and uh, uh, that isn't on the chore list. Kind of sweet to have a chore list. Um, then showing up with little treats and baubles. Baubles? Um, cleaning when you're not asked to is a winner. Yeah, always. Anything <clears throat> that if you know your person's going through a rough day at work, mm-hmm. you want them to come home to like a hotel environment. Yeah. And you don't want them to you don't want to pile on to their to-do list, especially unexpectedly once they're home. Yeah. So anything you could do to whittle down somebody else's to-do list is a nice thing. Yeah. Honestly, when Mike does laundry, it is legit like holy grail for me like i can't it is my most favorite thing for that probably that you do for me thank you yeah and my favorite thing that you do for me is sometimes you randomly bring home a snickers but you're i'll be stressed out and i'll call you or text you and i'll be like could you do like um when you help me like book flights and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that's a huge weight lifted Mm -hmm. sometimes like you used to do you used to just not know how to do anything with like the podcast stuff Mm -hmm. and now you like put it up and upload everything and fill out all the you know the fields on all the different websites so it's just one less thing because it's our business Mm -hmm. and that's like what you do and i think that it that is a huge help Mm -hmm. all computer internet dude after the, the last 16 years anything that anybody on our team could do to lift it off me is so there's no words to tell everybody how much i appreciate Mm. that stuff because i'm tired of it yeah and i i think i'm you know this is a different conversation Mm -hmm. but i think i'm slowly learning that like that's why i what I make is so weird and sporadic and it's not the same thing over and over again, unless it's like a, you know, the format, like a podcast or something. Um, I think it's because I'm tired of the repetition part of it Mm -hmm. and I only want the spontaneous creativity part of it. Yeah. And, um, I was even thinking like with stand up, it's like you have to do the same thing over and over and over again until you get like the best possible versions of the jokes and to see mm-hmm. what fits within whatever. And there's so much repeating. And then with the um, 
the advice stuff, it was nice and, and funny and helpful. And I, I love that cause it feels nice, mm-hmm. but I don't want <clears throat> it to be the same thing over and over again. Right. I think what started to happen and I'm sure a therapist could have told me this earlier, mm-hmm. but I think I start to get really antsy inside myself and it's a feeling that I can't get away from. Yeah. And I, I think the more that I learn about, uh, how to vary things up and how to not be stuck in a cycle of something over and over again. I think that makes me really happy. Yeah. So the, the mundane things like here's where the thumbnail goes here. Now you think of a title and now you think of a bio for the thing. Like now I get to collaborate with you on that stuff Mm -hmm. and then you get to do the, the physical thing. Mm -hmm. And then maybe someday we'll, we'll have Somebody. somebody who we don't have to touch buttons at all. Yeah. We talk and then they, Make Dude. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would be awesome. It would be but nice. I have to say the team that we have working for us is they are and gratitude yeah. cannot be shown enough to them and all of the hard work that they do. And, you know, having a, a good team of people help you is mm-hmm. just, and you always know that it's going to be consistent yeah. and they're going to get it out on time and do all of these things. Like it, even when we're late with stuff, they still work their asses off to do. Yeah. For, I, I wouldn't say for us, but for you guys, for everyone else. Yeah. And, and the you, feeling that you're feeling right now and trying to express, uh-huh. that's like the, that's the discreet acts of kindness. Yeah. And, and it's not, you know, we pay the people to do the things, obviously. They're not, no one does it out of the goodness of their heart. Right. But they're, the feeling that it leaves us with, knowing that the work is split up, mm-hmm. is incredibly, it makes our lives better. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's, it's mutually beneficial yeah. to everybody. I really like that. Should we end on that? Because I can hear my mom doing stuff over there. You can't stop her from doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a couple more. Okay. Um, favorite cheap go-to date? Diner. Yeah. Um, where do you see love outside of romantic spaces? Where do you see love outside of romantic spaces? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean define a romantic space yeah like I, I don't I don't I'm not sure that I really understand the question is it like you know if we're out in public like you know he'll come over and hold my hand or give me a kiss like or if I'm meeting him out like you know he automatically lights up and comes right over to me it's yeah. you know it's kind of there's nice. nothing well, better. You're the only person that I like. Yeah, there's nothing better when I'm walking into a place and you and I spot you and you spot me. Yeah, and just like the smile that comes over your face, like it's just, dude. When you come out and you meet me out and I wasn't expecting to mm-hmm. see you, that's the that's the best. Yeah, that's like the best uh, Christmas. I really um, like our life. We'll do the last one. Easy, okay. easy does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your experience with love after the honeymoon spark is gone? Mm. I think there's always going to be ups and downs, you know, there's going to be some that are harder to get over than others. I mean, no relationship is easy. 
And I don't think that people, and we've said this a thousand times on here, you know, like I don't think that people realize that if you're not arguing, you're not growing. And I'm not saying like fight each other. I'm saying like you're going to have dis- disagreements and you're going to have these things that kind of mold your relationship and you need to have that. Like there, it's the honeymoon phase is just that. It's going to last six months to a year and then you're really in the thick of it, mm-hmm. you know? I think when you find a good relationship, it's finding the person that you want to, like you're excited to keep it good. I've been in relationships that get kind of just like boring after a while. Mm -hmm. And you don't even know that it's not good because you're like, we've been in it Mm -hmm. for so long. Right. So we must still need to be together because we're still together. And we right. put in so much time and it was good. So why? That's just what you have to do. Yeah. But I'm like excited to keep things good with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's worth working on. Yeah. It's like you build a car in your garage or something like right. that. It's like it's it's hard and sometimes you can't find the right part or right. you get all dirty or mm-hmm. stub your toe right. on the hammer. Like how, how much are you willing to fight for this thing? Yeah. Is it how worth it is it? But like wanting to, and then like recognizing that the other person wants to too. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be the only person being like, it's not one sided. Yeah. This is not, this is a partnership. It's not a, yeah, it's not just a one person. No one person should have all should have. Right. Um, I wish that people knew when to break up Mm -hmm. sooner. Yeah. That's, that would, there's people I know that I'm like, man, you had to break up a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and it's going to ruin your lives for the next nine years. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even know. You don't even know, but everyone around around you knew sees it. Yeah. And they probably knew it. And you celebrate these little mediocre victories. Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't swear at me today. So it must be we're trending in the right direction. <laughs> he didn't pull my hair today. I'm just kidding. No, that's, um, too, that's too much. Yeah, I know. Um, you guys... As always, anything Mike Falzone, you can find on MikeFalzone.com. Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash. And uh, there's perks. You know, you can uh, sponsor something. Uh, You hang out in the Discord. You get full video episodes of Mm -hmm. this podcast. Some people, because we have been... um, putting out a lot of clips lately. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the team. Thank you to Kevin. Thank you to, uh, Leah, to Leah, Leah or Leah. I hate you. Thank you so much for working so hard. <laughs> and people in the comments have been asking, um, where are their full videos? Mm-hmm. Well, they're free clips on the internet, mm-hmm. on YouTube, Mike Falzone. And there are full video episodes that you can get. If you're a member of my YouTube channel or, uh, Patreon sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, thank you, Lex, for always putting stuff up on the on the Instagram. Lex or Leia? I You guys, and our $10 group gets a shout out, and that goes a little something like this. Uh, Ernesto, Ernesto Latina Thun- Latino Thunder. I'm sorry. I was trying to do all that. Grego, uh, Raja, Elizeus, uh, Joe Turzan. Turzin. Tarzan. It's Tarzan. 
Austin, Lewis and Odette, Lauren, Sean, Sean C. Wow. Sneaking two first names in under the radar. Whoa. I kind of like Sean Sean Nasty, though. (laughs) Sean Nasty? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it's Sean C. Thank you for letting me know, Lauren. Uh, Paul Gilliam. uh, (laughs) Jacob Mock. Will Car- uh, Will Carey, Stephen Deergo, uh, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Weirfishy, Joe Penn, Happy Birthday Starlight, JJ McToots, Rachel Last Name, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Mandy Page Bayless, Ali, Mitra Cam, there's no music, and Taro Baez, ba- Justin Batdoor, Chris Fernandez, Johnny oh. Rosito, Handcrafted Neckwear. CCPB and J, Admam, Chili Filson, uh, Emily Paget, Kool Aid Man's Lawyer, Lizzie Love, uh, Gavin Welsh. Uh, I'm sorry, my sister just texted me and it came up on the laptop. Um, <laughs> uh, crossed up, someone tell Aaron, Emily Buck, Jackie Hammond, uh, Paige Ann Jansen, uh, the guy with long hair, New Dis, who Chris. Happy birthday, Chris. Anna Valles. Oops, just ill. Benjamin Putz. I met your friend, Ben. Benny, I met your friend. He's very nice. (laughs) Marquise Cruz. Beth Bush. Snuggle Pig H. Ryan Ashbrook. Christina Camille. Nils Nyquist. Josh Standing. Michael Johnson. Joseph Dilcox. Kayla Johnston. (laughs) Grant Levisure. Chad Clark. Joe Finney. Heather Ashley. What is cat? Katie Taylor, Sean Welsh, Shane Welsh, sorry. Sean <laughs> say Welsh. <laughs> uh, Evan Canoe, Joe Band, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Do- uh, Barrington L- Lloyd Lovett, wow. Uh, Benjamin Fuchs. Theodorus Carambellis, One Bum Man, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine I feel like you're screaming at me right now. I'm so sorry. I know, I'm not. Why are you screaming at me? Because I feel like I'm not talking into the mic and I'm off to the side. So I feel like I need to raise my voice so people can actually hear what I'm saying. You sound like you're talking to a mic that's in a different room. Justine Bebestein, Chris Robinson, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford. (laughs) Same thing, man. Super Floss. Helen, uh, no, I'm sorry, Tatiana Clay, Danielle DeVarona, uh, John Robinson, Katie A, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Rob Devereux, still saying it wrong and I don't care. Rob didn't know what a cannoli cake was. And he was like, and Lex was keeps like, talking Lex about cannoli talking cake, and I have no idea what cannoli cake is. And I had to find it. And then he was like, is this it? And he forwarded me something that looked like raisin bread. Raisin bread. Raisin bread. Don Buer, Nestor DeLeon III, Darren McGrath, Luz Fernandez, Monique Quistorf, Troy R., Cody Ostalas, Felicia Shimberry, and... Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. I'm going to go hang out with my mom, and y'all can eat a dick.